Hello and welcome back to the Curbside Chat, the video podcast series when we talk about the critical topic of the aftermarket with the people who make it happen. We are joined today by our AIA chairman, Jason Yurchak, who is going to be our host for today's episode. But before I turn it over to Jason to introduce today's guest, I'd like to take the opportunity to acknowledge the support and contributions of our sponsors. Without your contribution, uh, these events would not be possible. So again, thank you. So uh, without further ado, let's bring uh, Jason to introduce uh, today's guest. Uh, hello, Jason. Good afternoon. Hello, JF. Uh, great to be here for the remainder of this season. And hello, everyone. So today's guest is Patrick Variette, a key account manager for Man and Hummel Filtration and chair of the Young Professionals in the Aftermarket Committee. Today's Discussion is going to be on young professionals in the aftermarket. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, uh, Jason and, and JF, for that uh, for that nice welcome. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to be on here on. Uh, I would say uh, you know Canada's uh, preeminent uh, transportation aftermarket podcast. So, uh, thanks so much for having me. Great. So, Patrick, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you covered kind of the basics. Uh, I'm a key account manager with with Monohumble Filtration Technology. Uh, I've been with uh, Monohumble now for for seven years. Um, come from a little bit of an aftermarket family. My uh, my father was uh, worked in this industry for 34 years. So, um, you know, I kind of I kind of knew what it was about in a, in a roundabout way. Although my dad, you know, never put too many you know too much pressure on me. Kind of allowed me to find my own way. Um, and, uh, yeah, since I've, since I've joined this industry, I, 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 you know, I haven't regretted that decision for one bit. It's, it's been a, it's been a great time so far. So what do you, from your perspective, do you think of the challenges and difficulties of young prof professionals entering the aftermarket and rising in leadership roles? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of, uh, and thanks for the question, Jason. It's, it's kind of two things. I think the, the first thing, uh, you know, with, with the aftermarket, I mean, uh, I don't know of any, uh, you know, movies that have been made about this industry. It's it's not maybe as glamorous as it, uh, you know, as as it is on on the face, and um, it, it's kind of almost a little secretive. I mean, it's uh, you know, you and I know it's it's an industry with with great opportunities, and it's and it's a lot of fun to work in. Uh, but just in face value, it's uh, it's it's almost hidden. So you've got to kind of discover it first, and you know, maybe, maybe that's an opportunity, you know, for for those of us that are working in this industry to make it a little bit more. Uh, uh, prominent. Uh, so, so that would be one thing. Um, in, in terms of, you know, getting into a, a leadership role, um, anybody, you know, in, in my opinion, anybody can be a leader, um, whether that, you know, from just because the title doesn't, doesn't match, anybody can, can, can be a leader. So uh, it's just something you got to, you know, grasp onto um, and, and, and work away at it uh, as you, as you kind of progress in your career. I understand you're a graduate of Northwood University. Can you tell us a little about your uh, experience there and what are your thoughts are on getting designations in our industry? Yeah, well, I've had, uh, you know, I've, I've been given the opportunity to uh, to take a, a couple of professional, uh, you know, development courses through uh, Northwood University. And I mean, just just to back up a little bit, if for, for those of that are watching that don't know, you know, Northwood is a is a, definitely a, an industry, you know, specific uh, university. It, it's actually has a, a school of uh, it's called the University of the Aftermarket with a dedicated building. So uh, it runs many industry specific courses. It's a very prominent, you know, educational institution. Um, and I've, I've been fortunate enough to, to take a couple of courses there. 
Um, the first one I'll tell you about is, is a program called Leadership 2.0. Uh, Leadership 2.0 is, is kind of like a mini MBA program. Uh, it's a, it's a two week program. Uh, you spend a week on campus in Michigan, and then you've got about, you know, nine months in between and you get to spend another week in, in, in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. Um, and in between, you know, that, that, the lag time, you're actually working on a capstone project, uh, with, with a team. Um, but, uh, that was a, a, a terrific experience, you know, for, for, for a business education, you know, for industry specific insight and education. Um, but the, the third one, and, you know, perhaps, you know, maybe the most important was the networking component. Uh, it was, uh, it was excellent to, to make some connections to, uh, you know, to, to, to the industry in the, in the U S uh, I was the only Canadian on the course. So, um, it was, uh, it was a good opportunity for that. Um, and in leadership 2.0, you know, kind of led into your, your, your second part of that question, which was the professional designation. I was able to use some credit from that course and, and complete a couple of other uh, university courses to obtain my, uh, automotive aftermarket professional designation. Um, and, uh, so I, I completed that about a year ago. And, and again, that was, you know, some, some good training and insight for this industry. And I think it's, it's really helped me in my career so far. Awesome. Patrick, I have to step in here. Sorry, Jason, but, uh, great opportunity to mention that, you know, AIA Canada has been working with the automotive business school of Canada at, uh, at the Georgian uh, college, uh, in Barrie to also launch a similar aftermarket program, a blended delivery part-time over 14 months for people already into the industry looking to get that designation. And again, to, to your point, get those, those opportunities for networking with like-minded individuals. So quite pleased to be able to bring this also, you know, north of the border as well. Yeah, and what uh, you, what a great opportunity, JF, for uh, you know why why not Canada, right? Like why shouldn't Canada's aftermarket industry have have our own you know a uh, uh, program that uh, you know uh, professionals that are currently working in the industry can 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 take advantage of? So I, I think that's great news and a, a great step for this industry. That's great. So you know, that's great news, JF, on uh, that having that in Canada. So Patrick, what do you think are some steps that young people can take in the beginning stages of their career in the aftermarket? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's a great question. I mean, I'm uh, certainly not in a position to, uh, you know, to write a book on, uh, you know, career success, or I, I don't have it all worked out, but uh, I, I can certainly tell you what's been, you know, successful for me so far uh, in, in my career and sort of where I started early in, 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 you know, in the, in the aftermarket. Um, so the first thing I'll, I'll kind of, you know, mention is, you uh, you know, openly communicate your goals, uh, you know, write a list of things that you would like to accomplish or where you want to be and openly communicate those goals. Um, you know, of course, to your direct supervisor, your management, but, but really for anyone in the company that you think will be an enabler to help you achieve those goals, um, you will find that um, you will, you will develop your own personal champions. People will help you along to accomplish those goals because you have, you know, openly discussed them or openly discussed a plan. Um, so, so that's, that's one thing that's, that's worked really well for me. Um, you know, the, the second, uh, the second thing I'll mention, and of course I, I kind of mentioned it, you know, briefly with Northwood, but the, the networking is such an important component of this industry. Um, you know, making the connections uh, within your own company, outside your company, your customers. Um, it, uh, it has really helped me, uh, you know, so far. Patrick, it's 2023 now. We're, we're sort of past, you know, some of the events of the last three years. What do you think are some opportunities for in the aftermarket going into the, this year? 
Yeah, well, it's um, you know, yeah, finger, fingers crossed, right, Jason? We're we're past exactly. uh, you know the past couple of years. I mean, geez, it's been a it's been a you know a rough time with uh, globally. I mean, it's it's been rough. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired of, of saying the, uh, the the I'll say the fr word word, which is fill rates, but um, it's a it's a, it's an incredible time to be working in this industry. So the the first thing we I think we got to take a look at is if is if you look around, I I would just kind of as a pure you know personal observation most of this industry is closer to retirement than you know kind of starting their career so so there's there's some opportunity definitely there um and and we're and we're at a we're at a technological shift i think in this industry i mean you know we've we you've certainly heard of you know the the shift to to, to ev vehicles but i think this industry is 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 going to be very much multifaceted. I mean, we know that internal combustion is not going to be going away tomorrow. Um, you know, yes, it's it's kind of like the the older technology now, but it's it's definitely not going to be going going away tomorrow. So we've got that. We've got the emergence of EVs, um, but also you know, there's 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 technologies around hydrogen fuel cells. So. Um, I think in the in the aftermarket, you know, there's there's definitely going to be some some opportunities to sell some parts that we historically have not done, um, and and just it's it's going to look very different than it does today. But that's where kind of the opportunity lies. I mean, we've got opportunity from people that are that are retirement, but also it's just the shift in the industry. There's there's just so much uh, so much uh, you know uh, things that are that are opening up that I think it's going to be very very exciting for our future. I would agree. I've seen a lot of people actually in the last three years myself uh, retire from the industry. So definitely some opportunity out there. So what's next for you, Patrick? Um, oh, that's a that's a you know cliffhanger question. Um, you know, I've as I said, I've 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 made my my list of goals, um, and uh, you know, I've got I've got a few more to 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 go. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate to work for, for a company in modern Hummel that, that, that truly believes, you know, our, our, our kind of mantra is, uh, you know, leadership infiltration. Um, and, and we, we truly believe that filtration is the future. So, um, you know, there's, there's an exciting opportunity within, within modern Hummel for that in terms of the aftermarket. Um, I, myself, I, I mean, I've, I've been, uh, you know, as, Kind of a student of leadership for for some time. I'm, I'm you know very interested in a in, in a sales management role coming from coming from an account management role. So uh, that's something I'll, I think I'll continue to work towards. But uh, but as I said, I, I think it's a very exciting time for this industry. And and you know I, I guess to be determined to answer your question, I'm excited for what's going to be coming tomorrow. Well. Thank you very much for all of these great uh, insights, uh, Patrick. And, you know, you talk about leadership a lot, and I guess a great opportunity to just acknowledge uh, your leadership with the young professional in the aftermarket uh, with uh, the uh, AI Canada group. So um, uh, kudos to you again. So uh, we're coming to the end uh, of the curbside chat today, but before we go, uh, we're going to give it back to Jason to cover the last segment with the rapid fire questions. Uh, back to you, Jason. So Patrick, I got five questions for you. And tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. What was the make and model of your first car? Oh boy, uh, 1994 Hyundai Excel. Uh, had flame seat covers and the whole the whole nine. I think it was 1.5 liter, four cylinder, 80 something horsepower. But uh, you know, the make and model didn't matter to me. It was a Ferrari, so it was uh, it was a fun car to have in my uh, my post secondary times. <laughs> Perfect. And I bet the first thing you did was upgrade the stereo system. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about working in the automotive industry? 
Uh, you know, Jason, it's it's got to be the people. Uh, the relationships you make in this industry are are incredible. Uh, both both peer relationships and and customer relationships, and you know, with with your own company, uh, it's 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 the people that that make this job so much fun. Exactly. So, what's what's are you terrible at? But you do anyway. I am terrible at a lot of things. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, is going to be cooking. I think I I am not efficient in the kitchen. Um, you know, it it must take me four hours to make a box of craft dinner, and I've got you know I've got some hungry mouths to feed at home, so that that doesn't always fly. But uh, but I, I I like working in the kitchen, just just not uh, not efficient. I need I need time. <laughs> You'll learn. So, what's your favorite productivity hack? Um, I've I've always just you know. One of the things I, I do is I, I take my, I kind of segment my day and just, just treat it kind of like an apple, like bite by bite. I'll just break things down and, 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 and kick off one thing at a time. I mean, I'm not so great at having, you know, maybe 17, uh, 17 windows open and just bouncing around a little bit. Uh, you know, I've got to just allot my time and just, just knock them off one at a time. The so last but not least, what do you do in your spare time? Ah, uh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I I really love uh, I really love cycling. I'm a passionate cyclist, uh, both off road and on road. Uh, you know, my my bike collection, I you know, I, I I believe maybe comes close to the price of a vehicle, but uh, it's uh, you know it's it's a hobby I, I really love to do, and I, I love to just get outdoors and get some fresh air and get some exercise under my belt. It's a great great break from the office sometimes. Well, Patrick, thanks for taking the time to join us today on Curbside Chat, and to our attendees, thank you for joining and uh tuning in today well thank you to you uh, jason thank you uh for your all your insights and sharing uh, patrick uh again uh, great acknowledgements to the sponsors that allows uh the curbside chat to continue on and from all of us at the aa canada thank you for joining and until next time well take care